In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And Nicole, how is everything? How is your wedding planning going? Let us let the audience wants to know. I want to know what's the latest. Yes. So there's, you know how in the past episodes, I like never had updates when I was around your point, like the six months away kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Now I always have updates. Like we could literally record this podcast every single day and I would have updates. Well, here's where Um, you get to share them all. Because I feel like I feel like the weird thing about wedding planning is like you're like, do people care about my updates? Do people not care if I'm talking about my wedding? Do they think I'm going to be talking about my wedding too much? But this is the place you can let it all out. It really is. And I feel like a couple of you listeners have told us that you like when we do updates in the beginning because it helps you like think of things like you've you forget things. And then when we talk about what we're doing, you're like, oh, yeah, I have to do that, too, especially as you get into the little details. One example that's like in my mind is like the little stuff like you have to order a ring bearer pillow, a flower girl bouquet or basket your florist can do that sometimes too you have to get a um a card box you have to get a guest book sometimes it's those you little have things to get a card box or can people just give it to your planner good question i've heard the card box is a big topic so i've luckily my venue has one i'm just going to use the one they have i think it's a thing like you want a card box because when people give you checks a lot of older people will bring like cash in envelopes or checks Mm -hmm. and on the day of you want something to put all of those in um and there's usually the card box sits on like a table of some sort i was gonna say the gift table but i really don't think at weddings like anyone brings a physical gift yeah i don't think that's a thing anymore but like yeah the weddings i've been to the wedding i was recently at had a card box uh, the Mm -hmm. last two but I have seen when there has been a planner, some, like if I if I if I'm in the wedding party or I know who the planner is, I'll sometimes just give it to the planner. But mm-hmm. the card box is probably a safer move. But I wonder if you can get away with not having one. I'm going to ask my planner. Ask your planner. Ask her. But I I know mine sends me like monthly to do items, and I was like, um, one of them was like figure out a card box situation. One of the things, tips from the Betches Brides audience, if you're having like a large wedding, they were saying, get a card box with a lock on it because I guess you don't want sense. people yeah, reaching into it. In there. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if someone stole, like there was cash and someone stole the whole box. Yeah. I mean, I'd cry. That'd be yeah. devastating. So yeah, it's those little details I'm starting to get into with three months out. Um, This week, I touched base with my florist, which was exciting because we haven't talked since 2019 when I first hired her. She was just she made me feel better because I was like, I need to talk to you and get make sure you're up to date on what we're doing for our tables and our rentals there. So you kind of because the flowers really for us are going to be like the big design piece like the like we're not having a bunch of other like random decor, if you will. So I was like, let's talk flowers because I want to make sure we're on the same page and stuff. And like our old proposal that she did for me was like all these fall colors and Halloween vibes. (laughs) I was like, well, that's no longer happening. So as a COVID bride, it made me feel better, like touching base with her. Um, Still deciding if I want to like put greenery on the ceiling i told her i'll probably just mix that because that's just an extra cost it, it's crazy yeah. how much and she's like reasonable i used um she's really great emma uh from steel cut flower coat they're in like maryland dc virginia area she was came highly recommended by a bunch of people 
But um, she, I mean, it's just crazy how much like flowers add up. You have to do the bouquets for the bridesmaids. You yeah. have to do well, boutonnieres. Are you doing bouquets for the bridesmaids? Oh, yeah. You're not them? having them. <laughs> so I am just because like. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I was like, I thought we discussed this. No, we did. We did. Do, obviously, no. I, I think <laughs> if you want to do it, you should definitely do it. I'm totally joking. But <laughs> you're but here's the thing. Your wedding's like on a beautiful beach in Mexico. Like I literally if I were you, I wouldn't be like even getting flowers like you. I, 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 do, I am doing minimal flowers for that reason. But yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Like Depends you're your smart to do that. Like my venues, the location's amazing. But I tell all my design vendors and stuff i'm like i would it's not a it, like my reception is going to be in a ballroom which like i'm not thrilled about because i'm not a ballroom gal but like i feel like you could i, I could see you in a ballroom yeah i don't know no. i mean <laughs> I, I don't know where i see me at this point right i see me on my honeymoon relaxing but no but um it's gonna be great yeah. So it touched base with her. She even was like, okay, like usually I don't touch base with people until like closer to the wedding, but I'm glad we're talking now. Cause she wanted to like reassess the, um, just like the scope of work. Like they have to bring extra staff if they're going to like drip the ceilings with greenery. So it's that kind of stuff we were talking about less about like the nitty gritty right. design. It's so funny how many things I feel like in a wedding are kind of like like you're talking about the ceiling flowers and it's kind of like, there's so many things where it's like, this could be really nice, but do I need it? And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, you have that weird thing. It's like, you can't know what it's going to be like without them. If you get them or you can't know what it's going right. to be like with them. If you don't get it, you're like, is it going to add that much? And it's so annoying. Cause like those, it's all those little things that like would add up and you're, it's very hard to tell like if it would actually enhance your wedding or if like no one would even care or notice. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like contradicting myself because in past episodes, I know for a fact I've said you don't need flowers like dripping the ceilings. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It kind of things can easily change based on your and your perspective or like if someone tells you that it makes a difference, like then you kind of. Yeah, that's why. I mean, we'll talk about planners in a minute, but I feel like that's why a planner can be helpful, I think, because they kind of like have done them so many times and they're the like most people are not looking at that stuff and so i do think they're helpful right for sure for sure yeah but yeah no it's the little things um but yeah tbd on if i drip the ceilings but i I told her i probably won't because i just don't need to be spending more on this wedding and then Um, you have your hair and makeup Yes. So I have my hair and makeup trial scheduled for next week. So I'll film that. Obviously, I'm going to like film everything from here on out because the audience wants it. The people want them. Um, Give the people what they want, Nicole. Yes, exactly. I'll take photos and film that. Um, I'm excited for that one. And then we finalized Mike's tux with Generation Tux. We love them. Or suit, actually. We ended up doing a suit. Um, so we have to order that all Mike's like owning that process. God bless him. And then, yeah, little stuff. I've been really hitting the beauty routine. So we'll keep you guys updated. Cause I know you guys love beauty stuff too, but I got my eyebrows tattooed on my face, which I've had for, for a while. Yeah. Like you can't tell cause they look so natural. What is that called again? Micro microblading, microblading. Yeah. They look great. Can you explain to the audience like what microblading does for those like myself who don't fully understand what it is? So basically, if you don't have eyebrows like I did, and I got this back in like 2019. Is that because you're blonde? So you're, or- I'm blonde. When I was 16, I overplucked my eyebrows and they never grew back. When it was like trendy to have no eyebrows, I um, just plucked them like crazy. I remember walking downstairs and my mom like screamed because I like didn't have eyebrows. <laughs> okay. And I thought like thin eyebrows were cool and they just like over time never grew back thick. It's the number one, like I tell any young person I know, like number one piece of life advice, don't pluck your eyebrows. I've totally um, made that mistake as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all did. It was cool when we were young. Um, but yeah, so microblading is, it's like a form of micropigmentation. So a form of adding, I mean, it's essentially tattooing 
eyebrows on but they do like it's it's like art like my girl who does it kendra at better brows and beauty she's great in the city sorry this is like a plug heavy <laughs> episode why do people want to know you've got to look nicole people want to know where how it, what it takes to create ex- this vision <laughs> and it takes a lot trust me beautiful vision <laughs> it takes a lot the um, team they want to know the team behind nicole's face and hair literally leading up to the wedding like every i'm at some sort of appointment for my appearance every week if not multiple times a week like i'm always doing something with my appearance (laughs) no i feel that i'm about to start that i have an appointment actually with dr glick who we had on the podcast tomorrow Mm. because i'm like six months out so we're gonna like start my skincare routine so guys let me know if you want me to share what those are i think you know as we she said when she came on it's like obviously very tailored to like my specific skin needs so i don't know if it's like one size fits all but i'll let you know like what my issues were and what she did to help fix yeah. them yeah for sure um but yeah i mean yeah microblading is basically art of like putting color into your eyebrows and they do different like techniques yes but it lasts for like it doesn't last forever it lasts for mine has lasted for like a couple years now but you have to get you have to go in every like year or so okay yeah i got it first in 2019 and i just got like a fill-in um yesterday (laughs) so it's like semi-permanent yes semi-permanent perfect word for that but yeah so Lots of stuff going on. There's more, but like, yeah, I mean, getting into the final de- like I need to soon. I wrote down I have to like start really planning the day of details. So like ceremony, logistics, timeline, floor plan for my reception. I really have to firm that up that my goal is to do all of that stuff by end of next week. Well, the audience will help keep you accountable to that. And we will find <laughs> out on our next recording if you did, in fact, well, do all keep that. To, keep to your schedule. Yes, yes. Then I probably won't. So, what no about pressure. you? Um, I mean, I've said that I have a I have a site planning visit, so I'm going to Mexico right. to my venue. Not this week. We're recording this one a bit ahead of time, but next week. So by the time you know, I'm catching our next episode. I don't know. I'll, you'll hear about it eventually. Anyway, I'm going to do my site visit. Um, I'm excited because I have so many questions that I just think will be easier to be like asked. I'm sure I'll have so many more once I'm actually seeing the physical space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have so many questions. Like I just thought of like three more on this recording right now, like as we're talking about them. Yeah. So Make I can't them- wait to get there and just bombard my planner with all of my questions. Oh, is your planner? Does she live out there? She does. That's I mean, that's why I picked her, too, is because like. Or partially why I've chosen her. She'll come on and talk about planning and stuff like that. But she's done so many weddings at our venue. So she knows all the people. She knows like everyone, all the vendors. She knows well the, the, the layout. She knows like she knows the whole thing, which to me, because I don't know and I can't can't pop over there like especially during mm-hmm. the pandemic could not have popped over there that often so that was really um important to me that she could like she would have like a an edge on all those logistics um, yeah that's amazing yeah I'm ex- so that's i'm excited about that um what else do i have going on i told you i have my first dermatologist visit coming up so i'll start on the beauty skincare stuff um yes welcome welcome to the world <laughs> oh and, I, and i've got my bachelorette coming up in a couple of weeks so i oh, am yeah. preparing some fun stuff for them and um, are you doing gifts i get questions I about gifts all the time i am doing gifts i think it's um i think it's nice but it's not necessary i've been to so many where i've been to some where there are gifts and some where there aren't gifts it's like a it's kind of one of those things we could talk about them in unpopular opinions i think it's like nice if you can do it not a necessity especially if Mm -hmm. you're like you're over budget or something like that it's like a nice little thank you for people to coming on the bachelorette and especially for me it's like i'm having a destination wedding and i'm doing my bachelorette like across the country so i do feel very thankful Mm-hmm. that the people who are coming are coming so it's a nice like little thank you yeah gesture for me just because i feel like um i always feel like i'm being annoying but this is like especially you should get um barry our merch person <laughs> to send you the betches bride sunglasses uh, oh i think we're stuff. bringing some pouches actually the drink pouches those yeah. are the, I'm, yep 
I'm doing the and same. We'll, we'll show you guys all the social content from The Bachelorette. I'm pumped. I think it's going to be really, really fun. Yeah, um, we've got to plan I'm excited that. to just like do a girl's trip. You know what I mean? Like regardless, of, forget like even my Bachelorette. Like I feel like I haven't gone on a trip with my friends in so long. Yeah. And that's, that's like those are so fun. That's so true. Oh, you have the best bridal mentality. You're like, it's it's a trip. Like I've been <laughs> getting my friends keep treating it as though it's a trip. Like they're like, I'm so excited for Tulum, not Nikki's batch. And I'm like, guys, it's my bachelorette. It's not like Tulum. It's I mean, Nikki's bachelorette. <laughs> I I love you, Nicole. But like, why would anyone really care about your bachelorette? Like in the same, like if they weren't like, like, you know what I mean? Like they're excited <laughs> yes. to celebrate you. But more importantly, they're really like, it's I've never been trip. like, oh, like a great a weekend to celebrate like aliens getting aliens getting married i'm like no like i and she had hers in tulum i remember like it's fun like i'm excited to like like it's a fun party centered (laughs) around that but at the end of the day like it's a fun trip exactly yeah i guess like people could pretend that you know (laughs) (laughs) no i feel yeah i mean it's it it by far is a trip that they have to fund putting themselves on so hey if they want to treat it as a trip a girl's trip. I mean, that is what it is. I also like hate the attention idea of like the bachelorette. Like I would almost prefer that it was just a trip. Like we didn't even call it a bachelorette because I'm just like already anxious that I'm going to be like <laughs> the center of attention and like, uh, like yeah. pressure. Like I like would pr- almost like I'm almost like, can we rebrand this as just like a girl's trip? Because yeah. like I, it's almost like I love going on other people's bachelorettes because I like can just go and have fun and like not think like worry about it. is everyone having a good time is everyone happy like doing whatever yeah. and when it's mine I feel like there's a lot more pressure almost like a wedding like that's what I'm nervous about that's really what I'm most nervous about for my wedding is that I'm gonna like not be able to enjoy it because I'm gonna be so concerned that like the main character like what everyone else is everyone else happy like is everyone else okay like is everyone else eating um oh god so I think it'll be that'll be something I have to figure out how to overcome in the next yeah. month or so. You just can't. It's, it's easier said than done, but like you have to make a point to enjoy your wedding and like remember why you're there. I saw a TikTok today that was like after all your guests leave, like before you do the, I forget what it's called, like the big exit. Like, you know how people do like a sparkler exit or just different things at like leaving the wedding. Mm-hmm. They were the girl was like take a moment to just like dance with nobody there with your uh now significant other your now partner husband wife whatever because it's she was like it's a special moment like to just spend time with you two like for literally like two minutes before you go to the after party or whatever i don't know just to like make sure you're yeah yeah that's great advice so but i don't know if i can get mike mike will be like why are we dancing with like no one (laughs) yeah i mean knowing myself i'll probably be like sleeping to be honest like i that's another concern of mine is staying awake when i'm drinking um (laughs) yeah i do same i i usually do like a drunken irish exit like wherever (laughs) i am so i feel like that you're not allowed to do that at your own wedding so let's make a pact at our weddings we can't we can have like two drinks max that's what i'm doing I know it sounds lame. It's going to be so hard, but I will try. Okay. No shots. No liquor shots. Okay. No shots. I mean, all great mature advice. We'll see if I can follow (laughs) it. People are going to buy you shots, but anywho, well, on your venue visit next week or whenever you go next two weeks, when when you go, you need to bring the Betches Brides new towels that we have. Did you see that transition there? Yes. Nicole, can you make sure they send me some so I can yeah. bring yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, yes. I was going to say they just launched. I actually have like very like accidentally sent me like five. Anyways, um, they're like husband and wife towels. So you're not technically husband and wife. Oh, yet. So but, I'm not really allowed to have them on. It's okay. I'll bring, them say, to, I'll bring them on my actual wedding. Yeah. Yeah. They say husband established in uh, 2021 and then established in 2022 wife, like our, our crews that everybody loves our crew necks. And then they have 2022 ones too, because everybody's planning ahead. So you could actually get it now because technically you are getting established as husband and wife in 2021. So I am. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will 
check those out um, <laughs> as you guys should too. check out all of our great brides merch. I, the drink pouches, like I said, I'm bringing on my bachelorette. They're so much fun. You put the alcohol in there. It's great. You also get your own individual thing, which is nice. COVID safe, all that. Um, and yeah, we'll do our uh, we'll do more updates in the weeks to come. It's going to be like update central for you guys. Get excited. Really is. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Should we do an email? Would you like me to read it? Yes. Let's get into it. Okay. Hi there. I love your podcast and I've been obsessed with it since starting to plan my wedding. We are still in the early phases of planning our fall 2022 wedding, but one thing I keep debating on and gives me low-key stress is should I get a month of wedding coordinator? The people I trust the most to help set up my vision are the people I want to be with me and enjoy the day the most. I want everyone to be in the moment. I really don't want to be fielding questions day of. My parents are 100% funding the wedding. So grateful. But my dad is very opinionated about certain things and don't think it is needed. And they don't think it is needed. Saying the venue has a coordinator to help us and the wedding party can do the rest. But when I walk through the timeline in my head, I don't think they'll be available to set things up. I thought about purchasing a wedding planner myself, but I don't want to insult my parents with everything they are doing for us. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much. So... Here's the thing about this one. I I know I've said this before, but we I used to be very anti wedding planner. Like when I first first got engaged, I was like, I don't need a wedding planner. I'll be good. I started planning. I was like, okay, no, I do. Especially because like mine technically is a destination. I'm I live up in New York, man, well, Hoboken, and then I'm getting married in um in Maryland. So like. Anyways, I was like, I need somebody who knows the area, whatever, whatever. Hired, mind you, my person is still month up. So I'm still doing like a lot of the, uh, all of the work. She's very like goes beyond the month of scope and very helpful. I text her for little piece of it, pieces of advice. That's the thing though. Like I've realized, thank God I have her. It's the little things you don't realize. Like I, for instance, just had I'm working on finally sending out invitations. And I was like, do I send an RSVP card for each guest or one per household? Like that kind of thing that she helped me figure out. By the way, we're doing one per household, not one for each guest. That sounds standard. Okay. Yeah. And she was like, that's usually what my my other client brides have done, whatever. So it's those little details that I've realized like it it just feels so good to have somebody there, especially this person's asking, should I hire somebody month of wedding coordinator? So they're asking about month of, I think month of minimum. And I look, I get it. Wedding planners are expensive. They, we don't all have the budget for anybody, let alone a month of one, let alone a full service one. I think work with, when you're setting your budget, my piece of advice would be set, some aside for a planner and you can look around for different ones 
like you do with all your vendors, look like try to negotiate with them, try to get different quotes of prices, try maybe work with somebody who might be a little newer, but still really good. They might charge less. Like, I just think I'm so, I'm just so happy. I have her at this point. Um, for mine. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could agree. I think it's probably more helpful the closer you get as well. Um, and I think I would explain this to your parents by saying, and again, like, especially if you're offering to pay for that part, you can just say like, I know you don't think it's necessary, but just for me, honestly, just for my peace of mind for the wedding day, um, I would hate for everyone to spend all this money. And then I'm stressed out and anxious on the wedding day. And it would just make me personally just feel so much better that I'm, I'm happy to pay for it. Like, and I, I wouldn't want you to pay for it. I'm happy to set that up just for my own peace of mind. I know you think it's Mm -hmm. like not necessary, but it's just like so important to me to just, just go into the day, not worried or stressed about things coming up that I'll personally have to handle or having to rely on like bridesmaids or someone like that. Um, Right. And I think if you say it like that and while also reiterating how grateful you are that they paid for everything and that like you totally understand their point of view, I would imagine they'll be okay with it and not like insulted. And I imagine they wouldn't even really notice the person. Like, it's not like they're Mm going to like, it's going to be, you could probably even do it without telling them and they wouldn't even notice, but you should probably tell them. Um, Yeah. That person will be wrangling them. Um, But yeah, I think having a planner is really, really helpful if you can afford it or having a coordinator is really helpful. And I, I think especially the more of more than even month of, I think day of, you want someone who knows what you want and knows what your deal is. And some venues do have someone who's like very details and comes with that. I, I remember looking at venues where they were like, we have an in-house person who are, you really don't need a planner here. Like the person always mm-hmm. takes care of everything and they know exactly what to do. So I would ask your venue exactly how detailed or how like what to lay out specifically what their coordinator does do and doesn't do. Because right. that will give you a good sense of like where you need to fill in the gaps. I've found that like my because we have a venue coordinator too, and I remember she did tell us at the very beginning like I've I have had couples that haven't hired a planner and just worked with us. Like you, it's up to you. Some some do, some don't. You do what you want, and they're both great. I'm not, but I think the from my experience, the coordinator really just deals with like. They work especially the, the day of they work for the venue. So they're worried about the kitchen who's staffed, where what's happening, what the flow of the kitchen, when is the, the salads coming out, the app, whatever. Whereas your coordinator is like really there with you, like making sure you guys are getting ready on time, that timeline, like they're your, your day of coordinator, your planner person is doing that. Like they're, um, you know, making sure your florist is arriving, making sure all your vendors are coming in. Like it's, it is almost, there is a need for two of them is what I'm right. seeing. And, but then again, there are those brides. I know some of you listening are like, well, I don't have either one and I'm good to go. And look, if you are more power to you, I envy you. I'm very impressed. I, and, and there is something to say, like if you plan your whole entire wedding, I, I'm sure you get to that day and you're very proud at the end of it. And you're like, look at all I did. Like, this is my vision. I brought it to life. This is awesome. And good for you guys. I just, like you said, it's the peace of mind and truly like, this is my peace of mind. I can put a price on and I can, yeah. Pay. Especially for you're already paying all this other money for the day. Like why pay all of that and then not be able to enjoy it? Exactly. And I've been to those weddings where it, you you rely on just the bridesmaids. It, there's a difference between somebody you're paying and somebody who's just hey, your friend. Like one you can ask to do a lot more without feeling bad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just so different. And like if you're blessed with like very helpful, supportive, amazing friends that will step up and function almost as a wedding planner on the day of, then give them my number because I need them in my life. But yeah, not everybody is. And I just think, I don't know, it's just so different. I would, the relying on bridesmaids scares me, especially with you, my girls, you know. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Plus, like, again, you want those people to have a good time, too. Mm-hmm. Those are your friends. 
That's so true. That's so true. You don't want them to remember your wedding is like the day they had all that work to do. Exactly. Like you want them to remember being able to hang out with you and their friends and their significant others. Right. It's no secret that like being a bridesmaid costs money in most cases. Like you're, you know, you're paying for the bridal shower, bachelorette, all the stuff leading up the dress. It's almost like the wedding should be like their day to like reward them with a good time and relax in a way. That's how I feel. Totally. That's our, our advice. I think we did it. Let's play some games. This was fun. Let's yeah, a lot of unpopular opinions to go through. Let's 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 do this like rapid fire. Yes. So we know you guys love this. So we wanted to mix it up and do like a lot more instead of emails this episode. But um, before we start with unpopular opinions, I have to tease this up. Our merch person told me I needed to. Okay, so we have a game, a card game on. You guys love unpopular opinions so much that we launched a card game coming up. It's not it might not be live yet when this episode comes out tbd but it will be very if it's not it will be very soon and we'll promote it on instagram but wanted to give you guys the first uh peek into the future and it's going to be so much fun you can bring it on your bachelorette party that's what i recommend doing like bring it on your batch with your girls play the game um play it with your with your fiance that'd be fun or your partner that you can play it with whoever but yeah I think yeah. it's great, great, perfect bachelorette game. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then you can find out what your bridesmaids are secretly judging you for. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do these. Okay. Guest books aren't necessary. Agree or disagree? I put this one first because I wanted your take. Because um, I'm currently debating if I should buy one. I think I, think I agree. But they're nice to have. I'll probably get one. Agree. I'm not having one. Oh, you're not having one? No. I don't like think I'll <laughs> ever look at that. Like a guest book where everyone writes like some generic. Yeah. Like thing. I, I'd rather. Eh. Okay. This, cool pictures. This I might truly copy you on. I don't think I will. Because the weddings I've been at, I don't remember a guest book. Being I never there. write. Yeah. I never write in the guest book. And because like, again, if I were going to write something, it would just be generic. Yeah, like get a good card. People write like if someone if someone's going to write something nice in the guest book, they're going to write in the card that they write the gift. So and they're not like expensive. It's just an extra like $40 or whatever, how much they are that like I don't need to be spending right now on top of my entire wedding. I've only been to one where I remember it and it was like fine. Okay, so we agree. Okay, I probably won't do one now either. Now that you're not. Okay, bridesmaids should never wear white. Um, like at the wedding. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking um, for the sake of this. I actually, I actually, sometimes I see those like pictures and I think they look really cool. So I disagree if that's like your aesthetic. I think it does look really cool. It is hard to tell which one's the bride. But if you're like, I've thought about it because again, I don't like to be the center of attention. <laughs> so I think it would be nice almost to have to blend in, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But I think it, um, I think it's cool if you can like pull it off. I fully agree. I kind of love it. I think if you are going to, though, the bride has to be wearing like a very standout dress. Like my dress is simple. I'm whispering because Mike's over there. So if I did bridesmaids, I think we would all blend in too much. But yeah, I think if you have like a, a very like amazing standout, like unique bridal dress and put your bridesmaids in like simpler white dresses, I think it's a beautiful look. Looks cool. Yeah. So yeah, agree. Or I mean, disagree. Right. Sweetheart tables are tacky. Okay, I'm about to do a sweetheart table, so disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think I, I'm going to do one, but I totally get why people do them, and I think they're like nice. It's also nice to not have to pick between like whose friends you're sitting next to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm debating. That's in my floor plan. I'm debating between head table or sweetheart table. And might just eliminate the whatever and do a sweetheart table to make it easier. Yeah, I don't think they're tacky unless they're decorated like in an embarrassingly tacky way. Yeah, yeah. And mind you guys, these opinions were submitted by you. So it's not us saying that they're not saying this. You guys (laughs) are saying they're tacky. Yeah. Okay. 
Introducing the wedding party is unnecessary and takes time away from dancing. I sort of agree. Not really. But like, I think if you do it, if you introduce them quick, I think if it's like a long, drawn out entrance that's like 10 minutes long, like, yeah, I agree. But if it, I think there's a way to do it where it's just like a fun, quick intro and people like it. I agree. If we do it, I have to firm this up with mine. I'm doing it quick like that. So, yeah. Next one. You shouldn't complain about how expensive a wedding is. Like you as the guest or you as like the person who's having their wedding? You as the person who's having your wedding, I think. Um, disagree. Weddings are expensive. And I complain <laughs> about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think this person's same. Literally, that's all we do. So yeah. once I think you this- get married, you'll realize how expensive they are. Yeah, literally. And I think this person's like, well, why? If you're having one, why? Like, if you're going to complain right. about having one. have one. Right. But it's like, OK, I still want one. But yeah, I mean, so that's expensive. like saying you can never talk about the negative aspects of having kids. Like you can have, like, it's okay to talk about the good and the bad. We don't have to pretend we're having an amazing time all the time. If we're not exactly good, good analogy. Um, Large gaps between ceremony and reception suck. Like I disagree only because I know there's some like Catholic weddings where it starts at like 3 p.m. And then in between or like other religious weddings, maybe. And then in between there is that gap. Mine is all together personally, Mm -hmm. but I that I don't mind being a guest at a where there's a gap. What about you? I've never been to a wedding that wasn't re- like ceremony immediately following re- ceremony and then reception immediately after. So I, I'm not, I'm going to pass on this one. Cause I don't really have any experience knowing how annoying it might be. She's passing. Okay. But yeah, they're for the most part, they're right after each other. You don't need to host an after party. Agree. I think it's like a nice extra thing if you can do it. And if you especially if you don't have if you're a friend group or you're like guests or not like the partying type, I can see where it would kind of be like a waste of money because like no one really wants it or goes to it. If your friends are like ragers and they like party hard, then mm-hmm. I think it's nice. But I don't think it's absolutely necessary for everyone. I agree. I contrary to all the I feel like all the Long Island brides I've ever talked to are like, you must do an after party. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. I love attending an after party. We're not. We're going to do the bar underneath. I think we're going to reserve like a room, though, but we're not like hosting. Like we're not putting it on an invitation because we're not paying for people's drinks. And I like feel I feel like ever like truly that's like normal where I'm from not to. But like the more people I'd be like area specific yeah and i just i thought about it looked at the costs and we were like no no (laughs) we're only doing one because we are we are in mexico and like we're kind of like people are there they don't have anywhere to go they're sleeping at the hotel like let's give them a party deep into the night they came all the way here for sure and that makes sense because destination weddings are like you literally are planning their whole weekend, essentially. Right. And you know that they're not like they don't you know, they're not really like going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they're, on va- they're on vacation also. So they probably go a little harder. Right. Right. I would if I were you. OK. Guests shouldn't take pictures during the ceremony. I go back and forth on this one. Actually, part of me is like a lot of your friends take really cool, pic- cute, good pictures. And like, there's a lot of them. I understand why you're like, oh, it doesn't look good. Like if a photographer captures pictures of other people taking pictures of you. But mm-hmm. like that part I get too. So I'm not really sure. Like, what do you think? I mean, I completely don't mind this. Like I, I get this is a hot topic right now. I feel like I've seen a lot about like unplugged ceremonies. I, I mean, I like content is like my life at this point so it's like take take the pictures take all of them you want on your iphones um and i don't know some of those sometimes are like the best photos like i got one of my cousin at her wedding like walking down the aisle and she was like that's my favorite photo i've ever like liked it yeah. more than her photographer's photos she was like send me I kind that i agree a lot of a lot of people get like really good pictures from yeah. their friends 
they know your angles free content yeah candids (laughs) too so yeah i'm okay with and i think you've just convinced me to not care yeah i don't care if they have a phone in the photo it's like whatever it's 2021 there's phones everywhere um okay where oh guests don't need to watch the couple cut the cake agree i don't think anyone really cares about that but like if you have it i don't think i'm not going to be like upset about it but do i think it's necessary no yeah i agree you can still cut it if you guys want but people need to watch yeah um providing transportation is not mandatory uh agree but it depends i think it depends if they're if you're in like a populated urban area where there's like ubers and other transportation option you don't need to and especially too if i think transportation is provided if there is like if if the ceremony is at a different location like a church and then reception is somewhere else then you provide transportation there but i don't think you need to do transportation if it's all if, if a people can get their own and get Ubers, I've seen people do like Uber codes too for their guests, which is really cool. I'm not because um, I'm poor, but that's one thing you can do. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's mandatory. Yeah, I think nice, but not necessary. Yeah, you have to invite certain people. I agree with that. Like there I are- disagree. You don't think you have to invite anyone to your wedding? Like, if you were like, I don't want to invite my dad. Sure. I think you should only invite people that you want to be there and celebrate you. I don't think you have to invite anyone who doesn't have a good, you don't have a good relationship with personally. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. You're right. But I mean, I could see why other people would disagree. But I think that, like, just inviting someone just because you think you should isn't as true to yourself as inviting only the people that you like really love and care about. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Um, the bride doesn't need an outfit change. I agree, but I, now I kind of want one. I've been like low key looking at second dresses, but I, but I don't think I'm going to actually get one. What about you? I go back and forth on this all the time. I'm also kind of in the middle. It's like, my dress is really expensive and I really, really love it. Mm-hmm. And I like want to wear it all night. But I also know it's like not as fun as like a little cute, short, sequiny after party dress. Yeah. So I, I don't, if I do get one, it'll be like cheap. If you get <laughs> one, would it be that you change after the ceremony or after the reception? Oh, I think I would change like after the reception for the after party or like towards the end of the reception to dance. I mean, I just... I can't yeah. imagine only wearing the wedding dress for like, right. I want to wear the wedding dress for a long time, but I also want to be comfortable and fun. Dan- I don't know. It's really, I know. it's really a trade off. You know what I mean? I know I'm the exact same way. So TBD, you guys will have to yeah. see if we change or not. I'll definitely get like fun sneaker dancing shoes. Yeah. Same. I got to look into those. Um, okay. Welcome sides. Welcome signs are a waste of money. I think depending on how they're done, this could be, I could agree. If they like look really cool, sometimes they're like good for pictures, but just a welcome sign just to have one. I don't think necessary. What do you think? I agree. Like, I don't think you need, I've been to weddings that don't have them and I'm not like, where's the welcome sign, <laughs> but it's a nice to have. Like if you have a, like you said, if there's a cool one, you, you do notice it and you're like, Oh, cute. Yeah. And it looks good in the photos after. Stop starting weddings at 3 p.m. No one wants to party early, then go home at 10 p.m. That, like, yeah, I think more like five is ideal. But I think some people have to, again, because like church times and stuff. I disagree. I think start whenever people are not like, I don't think they're like doing anything else that day. Like to me, the time doesn't really like matter that much. True. As long as it's not like early in the morning, I'm kind of like, what is anyone what else are they doing right other plans for after before like that's the like they'll come whenever you want them to yeah true the bride shouldn't pay for anything on her batch party disagree every bachelorette party i've been on the bride pays her full share for whatever she's doing same if there's any out there that don't you're lucky 
Or like you're unlucky because you're going to have to pay for every other bride for every other. But I think it all like kind of evens out in the end. True. Um, but I think people are doing a nice enough thing coming on a trip in your honor. They don't need to pay for you too. Right. And I've been on ones where like the all the all the friends like buy the bride drinks from time to time. Like you treat the bride a little bit. Yeah. Regardless. No, nice, but it's like. Sure. You don't have to pay for like she shouldn't pay for like the decorating of her own room or something. Right, right, exactly. Okay, short cocktailish bridesmaid dresses are tacky. (laughs) These are like harsh. Um, I disagree. I think it depends on what your wedding vibe is. Same. I've learned the hard way by making a joke TikTok. (laughs) You do not wanna critique anybody's wedding. You do you on your wedding day. I think if you want to wear put your bridesmaids in short dresses. That's what's special to you. I agree. I don't think that's tacky at all. Yeah. Having six plus brides and groups then is tacky. Well, then I am very tacky because I have a a lot of bridesmaids. I have five sisters and friends. So (laughs) yeah, you have eight siblings, don't you? Yeah. If I'm if that's tacky, then I am like way on the tacky train because I am having that same 10 bridesmaids and 10 groups then. Okay, brides should not ask bridesmaids to pay for their dresses if the dress costs over $300. Um, I don't think that you should stipulate any specific dress personally. I think it's nice to give a color scheme and let people choose. And I think that looks better anyway. But if you were to choose, I agree. I think $300 is a lot. I agree. That's that's a lot for bridesmaids dress. Um, but I think we're seeing a theme lately, too. It's like be upfront about expectations with costs with your bridesmaids in the beginning when you ask them so they can say no if they can't meet if if let's say you do want a certain dress and their $300 dress is like ask your bridesmaids to be your um, bridesmaids and say like but the dress is going to be $300 you can say no to being a bridesmaid if you want and I won't be mad agreed that big so weddings are so 2019 disagree because i'm having a big wedding (laughs) (laughs) disagree i think i'm excited to go to a ton of big weddings and if i had enough friends i would have one too but i probably don't have enough friends for a big wedding (laughs) same um ivory greenery and dusty blue is tired i don't even know what any of those colors are (laughs) (laughs) i think it's like a color scheme and i disagree because i'm kind of doing those colors (laughs) Well, then fuck you to whoever put, wrote that in. I'm I'm sure it's going to look lovely. I think it was like a photographer or like a vendor. Oh. Um, okay, last one. It's rude when an engaged couple posts a pic at a wedding saying, we're next. <laughs> I don't really care. I think it's like fine. It's like cute. They're excited for their own wedding and they're at a wedding. So it makes them think of their own. It's fine. Yeah. It was yeah, like my best me. friend, and that was like her whole caption. I'd be like, "No Chill. congratulations." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I need to be conscious of that. Like, even at my cousin's bridal shower, I found myself just because I'm used to like relating about my own wedding. I found myself being like, "Yeah, like for my upcoming," and then I was like, "No, Nicole, no, you're at your cousin's bridal shower. Like, don't talk about your own wedding." So I get that. Like, I don't know, but I think it's fine. I think it's like. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone knows it's your wedding. It's fine. Yeah. All right. And for our last segment of the show today, we're going to play a a crowd favorite, Runaway Bride. Uh, Basically, the rules for this are your, your partner tells you this before you walk down the aisle. Do you stay or run away? First one, they tell you that you can never get Botox filler or any fillers or any cosmetic treatment surgery, treatment or surgery. Sorry. So I think saying you can never is a bad sign. Mike really doesn't like the idea of me getting Botox. I don't know if I care, but (laughs) I think he's very worried. I'm going to look like some like some botched real housewife like sooner rather than later. Not that I've never gotten it. No, I have gotten it, but like he's thinking, I think he thinks that like people get too much and then they like look like they've had a lot and he doesn't like that look. But I'm like, those are just people. The only people you can, if you can notice it, it's not good. Right, right. If you know that it's there, it's not good. So, um, 
I understand the hesitancy, but like I have gotten it and like I probably will again. So um, <laughs> if they said you can never do anything, I think I'd be out because no one should be able to tell you what you right. can cannot do. But if they yeah. say like, I, I don't like it, I prefer if you didn't. That's a different story. That's fine. I feel like a lot of guys say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Don't tell me what to do with my appearance. I can do what I want. But yeah. so I'd probably run away if they said that. All right. The second one. I love this one. You find out they have a vast collection of porcelain clown figures. I am staying because it's weird, but like I'm already getting married and like Mike had some weird gnomes when I met him. I think I told this on like you are in his apartment. He had these like University of Miami gnomes. Um, which I thought were like so tacky. I hated them so much. And I eventually like made him get rid of them. How but many? It gnomes? wasn't a deal breaker. Like three or four. But oh, and he, like, okay. he had a little balcony and they were like on his balcony. And I was like, these are so <laughs> weird. Like, please get rid of them. Um, and then he eventually did because that's. See, I think it's yeah. cute though. Like my dad, like weirdly collects like gargoyles because he like studied <laughs> abroad in france and like thinks it's a french thing i don't know so he has like gargoyle statues <laughs> and i think it's funny but if i i think porcelain clown figures like if i found that out and i'm picturing like a room full like a little creepy i'd be i'd be a little scared i'd be like why didn't you just tell me about this prior would you leave though I'd be, I'd i don't think you would leave I don't know. Our audience, a lot of them said, I remember in the poll, that they'd run away because they'd be scared. I mean, maybe on like the second date, I would leave. But like, I'm already there. I've got the dress on. Like, true. I'm getting married. True, true. The clown figures and all. Okay. Last one. Let's do it. They tell you the engagement ring they got you was actually bought for their ex before you. I'd be really mad. Yeah. I found that out on my wedding day. Um, I'm I'm staying, and then I am trading in the ring. Same, same. I'm not keeping that ring yeah. unless it's like really, really, really nice. Then like maybe I will. Well, if it's really, really nice, I'll keep the stone and reset it so that it's my unique ring, there not like your failed relationship old ring. But yeah, I would keep the stone or something. Yeah, there we go. Like throw it out, but <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we solved weddings. weddings we did it thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed our game centric episode and we will be back next week till death do us part the betches brides podcast is produced by nicole pellegrino sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.